You're watching WLWT News 5, leading the way. Happy Tuesday. We yes. said we'd terrific be here. Tuesday. You're yeah. calling it terrific Tuesday. Yeah, we got to boost the Tuesday spirits. We're trying here. to change it. Tuesday spirits, huh? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, spirit fingers <laughs> for us. And then after, yeah, spirit Pop them out. Tuesday. Okay, all it's right. Tuesday, you everybody. better be watching then. He just had some spirit fingers. I I'm not convinced yet, but we'll I'm we'll see. Yet. We'll see if I'm, we get I'm, there. I'm in the same. I'm in the same steps. boat. Baby steps. Got to crawl before you can walk. I, I guess. We'll see if it 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 will. It's I started yet running. to be I determined so. if it's a terrific I Tuesday. For yourself. I actually believe that. Um, we do have a lot of headlines to get to, and they are more on the serious tone this morning. Mm, I think yesterday we true. got to have a little bit more fun, but um, we have an update on the Lakota East graduate who was killed in that crash over near Indiana State University, um, learning just a little bit more um, about him. He went to Lakota East, just graduated in May. Caleb... Uh, I'm blanking on his last Van name Hoosier. right now. Van Hoosier, yes, sorry. Um, which, you know, Indiana, the Hoosier, yeah. I think, has stuck in our minds. <laughs> Van Hoosier, um, but he, he still knows so many of those students. So, you know, this is a tough loss for them. Uh, they've got a big game coming up this Friday where we know they plan to honor him mm -hmm. um, and make sure that his memory is not lost. But that's tough for the team. It's tough for the community. Um, heartbreaking situation. Five students, it's five football accident. players in this yeah. crash. Yeah, three of them were killed. Two are in serious condition, still in the hospital. But um, it doesn't look like we looked a little yesterday that any of the other students, not that it makes it any less horrible, but were from our area. So. Yeah, I thought I had, actually, I thought I knew somebody. I, there's a friend of mine that has a, or a brother that goes to Indiana State and plays mm -hmm. football as well. And uh, yeah, I was a little bit worried about how the you know, connection would go right. there. Um, but it sounds like just the team is at a loss as the as the university kicks off things um, in Indiana State, you know, having having their first game, I think, upcoming this week or yeah. maybe next week. So, yeah, uh, those dreams dashed um, and hopefully the other two that uh, are in uh, critical condition can can yep. recover from this. But and you mentioned Lakota East uh, with some sort of celebration, um, celebration of life for Van Hooser and Lakota East will be part of our blitz coverage. Not sure exactly what the plans are. There are a feature game. Yeah, so, actually, uh, we will we will have a ton of coverage on that as well. well yeah. We're already planning to have that right. game, but we'll right. have that added element as well. Yeah, it's that's a it's a tough one. So um, just sending love to the, all of those because that's that's a hard thing for students to kind of comprehend that right. someone has, is no longer here. So that'll be that'll be a tough one for them, and we'll update you as we get any additional information. Um, we also did get an update on officer. Eric Ney, who uh, we know was shot in the line of duty. This was about a month and a half ago now. It's been some time, but his wife posted an update because then we had seen him out in the community, which was mm -hmm. great. Everyone was all excited. And then uh, a couple medical setbacks that he had to go back in for a surgery. So I guess there was air getting to his brain, which is what caused them to go back in. Um, his wife saying they could not find a hole, but they did find a jagged fracture. A jagged fracture. They went ahead and packed that area, hoping that's where the air is getting into his brain. I'm just reading her post because I don't want to misinterpret any of these medical terms. So after another scan tomorrow, they will decide if another surgery is needed or not on Thursday. So she's saying, of course, please pray that this does the job and no more surgery is needed. So um, we will continue to update you there. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, he, he has gone through a couple struggles in the last week. And hopefully this is what they have found is causing his problems. And then he can be back out and back in the community. Yeah, that's that's definitely the hope and the intention. So hopefully a uh, happy update coming in that story. Uh, last night was a person hit by a, the streetcar and over the Rhine. Don't see this much. Obviously, we've been talking about pedestrians and other bicyclists being hit. That's been the storyline, I think, throughout the week. Um, but this happened on Race Street near Liberty Street uh, around 10 last night. I'm, I'm believing 
that more will come out of this because police did not really say how badly the person might have been injured. Um, we don't know who the victim was. They were taken to the hospital to be checked out. So um, I'm sure hopefully we'll get an update from this, but um, something unusual that you don't see downtown right. normally by the streetcar. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's definitely something we'll have to get more updates on. Teacher strike in Columbus saw this starting to unfold yesterday. I believe they start school on Thursday or are slated to start school on Thursday. Probably not going to happen. Um, there's been weeks of talks ahead of the school year. They've not been able to come to a conclusion or an agreement. It's the largest district in the state. Um, so that's a very big deal. That's a lot of students impacted. They already have what seems to be a bit of a later start. So um, that could delay the start of the school year for them even further. So we will have to wait and see yeah. what happens there. And then it sounds like the disagreements are pretty unanimous. 94% of teachers voting to reject the most recent offer that was put forth. So that's not sure if that means that there may be close on an offer, but it's widely seen as as not close enough or if the two sides are very far apart. So same percentage that wanted to strike too as well. Yeah. So I so wonder how long this will drag out. It's yeah. a I mean, that's that's the majority of your teachers. You yeah. know, if there it's are a few everyone. who are willing yeah. to cross the picket line, they can consider potentially doing classes. But when it is almost all of your teachers, mm -hmm. that's something that you almost can't avoid. And I imagine a lot of the times the substitute teachers being former teachers, you know, or still current support what's going on within the district. So we will have to wait and see. Well, and this is an issue that we've kind of kicked the can down the road in some sense where, you know, public education has been talked about. Obviously, with the pandemic, it's been greatly impacted, not just public education, private as well. So the conversation continues around yes. uh, higher pay and uh, education as well. So you see uh, kicking things off this week. Um, Students excited about it, but obviously it's hard to have that excitement when you may not be in a dorm room that you were slated to be in. Obviously, there's some renovations happening at Calhoun. That's where Meredith Stutz was leading the way uh, this morning for us. Behind her, though, you saw the building uh, in complete renovation, so nobody is there. So once that's up and running, but that's not going to happen until the spring, they'll have 800 to 900 units for these students to get back into. But for the time being, they've got students in uh, a variety of different housing situations from hotels. Uh, some st students are, you know, there's a couple, um, I don't know exactly how many, three or four maybe uh, in one room possibly three, with that. Three in is a two, two okay. room. So okay. I don't know if they have like bunk situations. The Deacon is the building that had the flooding issue. Okay. And that's where, that was already apartments. So those were off campus facilities already and off student housing. But a lot of people were having to be forced into those because of the housing shortages. Right, so sometimes on. we've gotten emails from parents who are like, we live two and a half hours away. This is not, what my kid can't just decide to commute. Uh, a couple other students have said, we do live close, so my child not going to live in these circumstances and instead is going to commute. But then the cost is still an issue where they're going, hey, we don't want to pay right. for room and board, room when, and board when there's not room, room and board. boarded yeah. yeah definitely an issue so um uh, we feel bad because that's a stressful situation especially when you're starting a new school year if you're just starting mm -hmm. college that's very overwhelming but uh hopefully they'll get this all worked out we do want to get a check of the forecast though with randy rico all right, so a couple of comfortable days here lined up. By the time we get to Thursday evening, the muggy air moves back in, and by Friday, we're right back in the thick of it. So enjoy the more comfortable feel while it lasts. This morning, temperatures upper 50s or low 60s, and once the areas of fog clear, we should see a good bit of sunshine today. Just a passing cloud or two in the afternoon, 82 for a high, and in the 70s for the evening, the temperatures and humidity climb before we get to Friday.
All right, so yes, uh, the situation with UC, definitely not ideal. Hopefully they'll be able to kind of remedy uh, you know, the entire situation very soon. But like I said, Calhoun, that situation is not coming online until spring, so. Um, can't, yeah. can't rush yeah. construction, especially but, in yes, this day and yeah. age. Yeah, and yeah. this is an issue that a lot of school, we had, when I was in Florida, we had uh, Florida A&M seemingly every year. They were consistently under construction. No, every year had some dorm issues as well. But how about UC record-breaking enrollment as well, 48,000 students. Right. So it's kind of kind of a growing pain of a growing university in right. some aspects, and that's the total. That's that's how many students are totally yes. the at, enrollment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That which is wild to think. I mean, back when I was going to school in um, you know UW Madison, they were at forty thousand, and then engrossing on that forty five mark, and that was one of the largest schools, not only in the state but uh, almost in the country at that time. So it's interesting how and it's just the. Just the uh, just the demand still for higher education. That's good to see at least that more kids still wanting to go to school. So hopefully they can remedy the other parts of that. They gotta have a place to put them. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> we were talking about this. this. This happened during my freshman year, and it was crazy. It was absolute chaos. So yeah. hopefully they'll get this figured out. Hopefully parents will get some money back there, or parents or students, obviously. Yeah. Um, but yeah, maybe. stressful situation. We will update you if we learn any more. That's all.